preach to you tonight, and this sermon is entitled, The Power of His Name. The Power of His Name. The last banking position that I had, I was over uh, 42 employees in several branches. And management can tend to go over people's heads, and people can tend to get arrogant when it comes to, to management. I've seen it happen. Um, and I've heard managers say, my employees. Uh, I've heard pastors say, my people. Uh, well, number one, you're not my people. And when I was managing a bank, they weren't my employees. I worked with them. Rita Crane, a lady I worked with years ago, uh, she said, I didn't work for John, I worked with John. And we have to understand that there is no one that is self-made. There is nobody that is self-made. There's nobody that can say that we have arrived. But what we have to understand is the power of his name is so powerful and it, and, and it carries so much character. When you, when you use the power of the name of Jesus, there is no flaws in the character of Jesus. And Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that this message will bless the people, Father, that watch it. All over the world, all over the country, Father, and even right here in Gasaway, West Virginia. And Father, I just pray for your strength, pray for your wisdom, and I pray for your leadership. And I thank you for it in the name of Jesus. It's by the grace of God that you can get out of bed in the morning and tie your shoes and have breakfast and start the coffee pot. It, it's because of Jesus that we can do these things. It's not because that we think we're somebody, because we're nothing. Your life can change just like that. Luke chapter 10, now listen to this. Luke chapter 10, verse 17. Wonderful. Man, I'm so excited about preaching this, uh, preaching this, uh, this uh, message here. And the 70 returned again with joy. Say with joy. So Jesus, Jesus sent out other men and, and, and bringing them to a place of repentance. Do people not know that I'm in church? That's your sister. <laughs> Call her. Calling me. You may want to call her. She never calls me. She doesn't like me. So there must be an emergency if she calls me to get to you. <laughs> so you may want to call her. I normally don't have my phone. Do you have to reset that one? Uh, the, um, but I normally, they normally use mine for the broadcast. But anyway, in Luke chapter 10, 17 through 20, and the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Understand there, what he said is through thy name, even the devils are, are subject to thy name. And, and with joy they returned. And, and so I, when you read verse 17, it, it makes me think that there's a little bit of celebration there. And not only there, there's a little bit of arrogance there that, man, I could actually lay hands on the sick and they get better. God doesn't need, I don't need God. I can do this on my own. No, you can't. You have to have the Heavenly Father to work his power through you. And then Jesus says this, and, and he says unto them, he says, and, and like I always say this, when I don't know why I, I say this, but I always picture Jesus eating an apple when he's telling the story. <laughs> and, he, and he said, I, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. 
Jesus actually witnessed Satan falling from heaven. Why do we talk about him so much when he's fallen? <laughs> he doesn't deserve to be talked about. You say, well, you're talking about him now. Well, I'm talking about him now to tell you to stop talking about him. <clears throat> and he said unto them, he said, and beheld, I, the lightning f- fell from heaven. He said, I saw him fall. And, and verse 19 says, and behold, I give you, say you, power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over some of the power of the enemy. It says all of the power of the enemy. All of the power of the enemy. Anything that you struggle with in your life, anything that you struggle with that keeps you from your relationship with Jesus where it needs to be, you don't have to struggle because you have power over all of the enemy. Financially, spiritually, physically, emotionally, you have power over the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So what's the problem? What's the problem? Why can't we seem to get victory in areas of our life when we read that scripture? Again, on the morning show, I always hold up my Bible and I say, it's one thing to read it, but it's one thing to believe it. You have to believe it. So what he's saying to you and what he's saying to me is that we have the power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. The English Standard Version says, I have given you authority. You have the authority to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to to rebuke demons. I I preached a tent revival this past uh, Saturday night. Uh, out uh, out Bluefield. <laughs> and man, there were 16 people there. Packed out house. 16 people there. Eight people got help. None of them were for Braxton County. This was a revival for Braxton County. Braxton County didn't care. They all came from Putnam and Canal. That's where they were. It's so crazy. And eight people came, and I knew just about all of them that came. We saw some powerful breakthroughs take place, healings that took place. That's why I miss evangelism. Oh, I miss evangelism like you would not imagine. Because when you pastor, you don't see the miracles take place that often unless you bring them in to me to where we can pray for them. But, it, it, but it's the same people, and most of the same people don't have, the, you know, aren't demon-possessed. And See, I love demon-possessed people. Yes, I do. I love demon-possessed people. Bring them. Bring them to me. You don't have to do anything but bring them. Even if it's your mother-in-law and you think she's demon-possessed, bring her. Because I guarantee you when she leaves, she'll be free. You say, well, you're arrogant. No, I'm not arrogant because here's what it says. Do you believe the word or not? He says to behold, I give you power to tread over serpents and scorpions. No devil, no demon should you be afraid of. No cancer, no sickness should you be afraid of. It's a truth. Bring them. 
and they'll leave free. Many times people say, well, would you pray for me because I have a lambago? <laughs> you don't even know what lambago is. It's like, look it up. I don't even know how to spell it. Pray for me because I have this or I have that. Okay, we'll remember you in prayer. No, do it right there. Do it right then. Do it right then. I don't care if you're working. I don't care where you are. You pray right then. And, and here's the thing. You don't have to be in the middle of Go-Mart when somebody tells you that they've got a problem, you know, with themselves. And, and you don't have to say, oh, God. You don't have to do that. You don't have to yell at the devil. It's just by the name of Jesus. You don't have to scream at the devil because his name is the authority, Jesus' name is the authority figure. You're praying in Jesus' name. See, here's where, here's where we go wrong. You say, Father, in Jesus' name, and the rest is a blank check. The rest is a blank check. Because he said, whatsoever you ask in my name, I'll do it for you. So here's the thing. Is it contrary to the word of God for somebody to be free? Do you have to pray about it? No, it's the word of God. He says for you and me to do it. I'm not afraid of demon-possessed people. I've seen them puke. I've seen them, I've seen them uh, wrench at their clothes. I've been hit. I had a girl hit me in Columbia. She hit me. I miss that stuff. Bring them to me. I miss that stuff. I miss seeing people coming down the aisle, coming down the aisle and, and, and there was a woman one time, she was wrenching on her clothes. She was half-dressed anyway, and she come down the aisle. She was, she was doing a strip tease while she was coming down the aisle. Had this little woman in front of me, and she's, she said, oh, can you pray for my finances? Well, behind me, there was a show. How could I concentrate? And I went back, and I said, you foul demon in the name of Jesus, and she hit me. Oh, I love that kind of stuff. Why? Because to see people free. See people set free. Oh, man, I love it. Love to see people healed. Love to see people delivered. I love prayer lines that are out the door, and I've seen them. I've seen them. When, when, you, go, when you go into a different church or you go into a different country, people will flock to you if you have the power of God in you because they want what you've got and it's so exciting that's why I love ministering to the people online and having fellowship with the people online too and the people within our churches and to see God do things and I'm just excited I cannot stand it on how excited I am for the future of how God is going to to use Christy and me I can't say what he's going to do with you but I'm telling you, I know, and let me tell you something. There was a, uh, there was a pastor, what's his name? He used to be at St. Timothy. Pastor Mahan. Pastor Mahan, um, <laughs> he, he's, you think I'm brutal. <laughs> he's a bulldog. But he is so loving and so compassionate. And he cares about people. If you were in the hospital, he'd be there the morning you had surgery, and he'd come back and, and be there when you, when you woke up. And even that next day, gave his ministry to Jesus. And, and, and so, 
Christy and I went, was that Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve? It was New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve several years ago. And he would pray a blessing over, over the people. Now, this is the Lutheran church. See, I love some of the, I, I love the reverence that some churches have and the reverence that they have for Jesus. And I love the, the, the Lutheran pastors, and I love, uh, I love that. And I'm not switching to Lutheran, but I love the Lutheran. And they like to eat, too, which is a wonderful thing. And uh, so he prayed a blessing over Christy and me that, that uh, New Year's Eve. And it wasn't any time that I was promoted to a new branch and a new job making more money. Well, he comes in to see Christy today, yesterday. And he prays for us again. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I wish I would have been there. Prayed for God to open opportunities. Prayed for God to bless this ministry. Pray for God, and oh, and I'm just, I'm, I'm just soaking that up when Christy's telling me because I believe in his, in his prayers, and I believe that God uses him. And so I'm thinking, yes, Jesus, yes, yes, fire up the bus, fire up the airplane. Let's go reach them. Let's go reach them. Let's bring them into the kingdom of God, wherever we have to go. I don't care if i got to travel on a jet six days a week and be in church up here on Sunday to win souls for Jesus. I'll go wherever he tells me to go. Hallelujah. Because we're not just confined to Braxton County. None of us are. I mean, we're not confined. I mean, we're, we're, are we still online? We're just ministering to the world. You don't take that for granted. It's exciting. Some of you may not be excited about it, but I'm very excited about it. I need you all to pray for me. And I'm talking about diligently praying. I am busier now as a full-time pastor than I've ever been in my life. And I've got to slow down for two weeks. For two weeks, because on the 29th of September, 28th of September, it's a Tuesday, the last Tuesday of the month, I'm going to Columbus to take my flight test. 60 questions. And I want a wonderful score. I refuse to fail it. I refuse to fail it. I'm not going back again to take it again. So pray for me. Yes, that's it. Gold medal. You heard it this morning. We're not, we're not in the Olympics to get a silver medal or a bronze medal, but a gold medal. And so I'm telling you, you all pray for me for retention and pray for me. And, I, and I, for the next two weeks, it's crash it's no pun intended with an airplane. It's a crash course that I'm really doing. I've been studying, but never really like this. I really, like when, when I'm on a time crunch, I, 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 I like that. Because I, I, told him, I told him the other day, I said, if I don't schedule this thing, I'll never take it. So I believe in God. So would you, would you commit to praying for me? Those that are online, please commit to praying for me that I, that I get this and, and that I... That I make, I don't want a passing grade, I want a phenomenal grade in Jesus' name. Thank you. I normally don't ask for prayer very often, but that, that's important. So, what we're dealing with here is we are dealing with the power to do ministry. 
That's what Jesus is saying here. He sends the 70 out. They go out there and they, they heal the sick. They raise the dead. They set the captives free. And they come back and they're rejoicing. And let me tell you something. Ministry should be a time of rejoicing. We should be exciting. Well, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know this struggle. You don't know this kind of thing. Let me tell you something. We can have joy because joy comes from Jesus. And I'll show you. So the English Standard Version, he says, I give you authority. That means he gave us authority and the devil doesn't have authority, so stop talking about him. People tell, tell me all the time, oh, the devil's been on my back. Or, I'm, uh, you know, I've been fighting, I've been pressing and this kind of stuff. It's like we talk more about the battle than we do the victory. Stop talking about the battle and move straight to the victory. Hallelujah. So here's what we have to do. Number one, speak with power and authority. For you to speak in power and authority, you must know who you are in Christ. If you don't know who you are in Christ, how can you speak authority? You know, it used to be when I was at the bank, I had a certain amount of lending authority. I knew what I can sign. I knew what I couldn't sign. And, and the people would bring checks to me, and I would sign them. And, 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 you know, no big deal. I'd sign them because I knew what my authority was. I knew how much that I could sign. So when we pray for the sick, I don't ha you don't have to hand them off to me because I've been pastoring and preaching for 31 years and you've been saved for six months you say oh that I, that's that's too big for me I got to hand that over to the pastor no you have the same authority that I do now you have to implement prayer and fasting into that for the power of God to implement itself within your life because that's how Jesus said he said this comes by, by much through prayer and fasting for you can speak with power and authority, but you must know who you are in Christ. John 16, 23 says this. It says, And in the day ye shall ask me nothing, but verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, Father in the name of Jesus. Blank check after that. Wide open. He says, he will give it to you. So let me ask you something. Do you think that Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit want people to walk around in bondage? So ultimately, you have the authority to cast that thing out of somebody. But nobody calls me on the phone and says, hey, I cast out a devil today. Nobody calls me on the phone and says, I raised the dead today. Nobody calls me on the phone. And here's the thing. Are there people in Braxton County that are demon-possessed? Let me see your hand. Do you know anybody that's demon-possessed? Cast it out of them. Well, they don't want it. And let me tell you something. The name of Jesus, you can walk by a demon-possessed person and they'll start acting funny. <laughs> because of who you are. They'll start acting funny. I've seen it. They'll start twitching. Say, my eye twitching. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's because they got a devil in them. I'm telling you. I've seen it. You have the authority 
But you have to know who you are in Christ. So I encourage you this week to, to do an identity check. Who are you in Christ? He says that there'll be a day that you'll not ask for anything, but verily, verily, I say unto you that whatsoever you ask in the Father's name, I will give it to you. The New Living Translation says this, at that time you won't need to ask me for anything, but I tell you truth, the truth, you will ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request because you used my name. It's his name, not in my name or, or your name, but in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I claim and I rebuke that foul demon out of that person. And you know, something that's come up in my spirit for a few, uh, a few days now, um, and, I, and I don't know who it is, but anybody that may be watching online or maybe in the service today, if you're struggling with kidney stones, I curse those things in the name of Jesus. It's come up several times in my spirit to pray that, so I curse it in Jesus' name. Number two, know who you are in Christ. So speak with the power and authority is number one. But number two, as you learn who you are in Christ, there is power that can work in your life if you know who you are. John, in Matthew chapter 10, verse 1, it says, And when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power. It's another place. Remember, we read it in Luke 10. Now we're reading it in Matthew 10. That's amazing. That he's talking about that in the same thing, in just a different book. Matthew 10, 7 and 8, or but let, let me get the first chapter, the first verse first. He says, and when he has called unto them the 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal just a few manners of sickness. Is that what it says? What's it say? All manner of sickness. Does anybody know anybody who's sick? Go pray for them. You say, well, I don't feel led. You don't have to feel led. The Word of God says, Matthew 10, 1, it says that. It says right here. You want to feel led? Get a ball bat. You don't have to feel led. Listen to this. He says, and when he had called, are you called? <clears throat> the 12 disciples, he gave them power. The same power, dunamis power, in Acts chapter 2, we have that same power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Notice, he says sickness and disease. They're two different topics. I don't know if you've ever got that before. All manner of sickness and all manner of disease. In Matthew chapter 10, 7 and 8, it says, And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. How many of us, because of the coronavirus, it has caused things to step up a little bit in people's lives. And how many people are preaching, saying, Hey, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's time for you to get saved. How many people have an employee that's going to hell? Well, you can tell them, because it says right there, that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And lead them to Jesus. 
Well, I can't because I'll get in trouble. All right. Let them go to hell then. I mean, I may sound hard, but there was a job when you found that one. But if somebody gets saved, well, bring them here. Invite them. We'll lead them to Jesus here if you, if you can't lead them to Jesus at work. I'm telling you, I don't know if you get how big God wants to move. And he's not, he's already moving. He's waiting on us. Bring in the sick people. Bring in the demon-possessed people. Bring them in. And let's believe God. Sickness and disease are two different topics. But he says to go and preach. Matthew 28 tells us the Great Commission to go and preach, saying that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leopard, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. Now, did he say in verse 8 that people can only heal the sick and raise the dead and cast out leopards and cleanse the leopards and all that kind of stuff if you're in just a particular class of people and you make a certain amount of income and you have a 401k that has this amount of money? No, you believe. Speak in the power and the authority of Jesus. Know who you are in Christ and do what the Word says. Heal the sick, cleanse the leopard, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. He's wanting us to give it back. If you've been delivered, give it back. If you've been blessed financially, give it back. And number three is this. The glory goes to God and not us. So the first one is, speak with power and authority. Know who you are in Christ. Number three, their glory goes to God and not us. Jesus didn't deny that the Spirit were subject to them in in Luke chapter 10, verse 17. He did not deny that because they were walking around, they were walking around saying, hey, this this is a pretty cool gig. These demons are subject to us through your name. That's pretty cool. (coughs) And then Jesus says, Jesus says to them, he says, yeah, he said, but notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your name is written in heaven. So we have to make sure that we give glory to God. John 13, 31 through 35. Let me, let me go over there because I, I want to end with this. <coughs> John 13, 31 through 35. Here's what he tells us to do. Now, I said this this morning on the talk show, on the, on the morning Bible study. If you, if you haven't watched them, they're out there. There's a bunch of them. And, and we do it every morning at 8 o'clock. It's on podcast. Uh, it's on Apple podcasts it's on spotify and it's on google play 
It's on Facebook, and it's on um, YouTube. All of them. You don't have to catch it live. You can catch them and listen to them. And, and you can go to bed listening to, we, we go to bed listening to preachers. Christy says, I can't play yours as I go to bed because she says, she told me the other day, she said, I couldn't sleep because it was too interesting and I, I didn't want to. <laughs> so she put some other preacher on. She thinks my voice is hot, you know. She does. She loves me. We've been married 31 years. Jesus didn't deny, but he said, make sure that you give me praise. John 13, 31 through 35. Here's what I said this morning. I said, if you are a child of the king, stop walking around with the characteristics of the devil. If you, are, if you are a child of the king, then stop walking around with the characteristics of the devil. You say, well, what are some of the characteristics of the devil? Jacob, do you have your Bible? Can you come up here? <clears throat> That's good. Um, I just pray that God allows you to win souls. Cast out devils, see people delivered and set free. You're a soul winner. Child of the Most High God. John 13, 31 through 35. Daddy, how do you read that? I can't even read. It's like it's like a six font. <laughs> it's like a six font. Mine's like an 18 font, and yours is like a six. Enjoy that. That's all. all right, let me get you a microphone. So, uh, you mind reading that? All right. Listen to this. When he was gone, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look at me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Now see, thank you for reading that. Now if we, if, if our characteristics are not, go over to Galatians. Galatians chapter 5, if you would. If, if we don't have the characteristics, uh, Jacob, of love, and, and which is of God, but if we walk in the characteristics of the devil, it's like what happens so much. We see people that, that call themselves Christians, but they, the characteristics are not godly. <laughs> so in, in Galatians chapter 5, 18, read 18 through 25 if you don't mind. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under law. The acts of the sinful nature are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish 
ambitions, decisions. That's right. I heard him say that one. Well, mine has, I don't know where, because mine's different. Okay. I'm in King James, so. Uh, decisions. Just, if there's a word that you, can't under, uh, that you can't read, just cry and wave your hand and people think you're blessed. Glory, hallelujah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Factions Works and every envy. time. <laughs> Drunkenness, orgies, and the like, I warn you, as I did before. And those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay, now, now. We didn't say that, did we? No. Sexual perversion in Braxton County and in this world is worse than it's ever been. We were talking about somebody the other day that's off the deep end. And, and do you know, and I, and I did not know this, and I'm not going to even promote the name of it, but do you know that there's a website that you can go to and you can put your stuff out there just because you want to have sex with people? There's a website. That you could go to and just and you put your stuff out there and you hook up and you have sex and that's it. No strings attached. Now how crazy is that? And you, you mentioned in, in, in their orgies. I mean the sexual perversion. It's horrible. Here's the thing. Christians acting like the world. Having the characteristics. Having, it, it, it all sums it up. See here's what we do. Is, is we... We hide behind these things, but yet we act like the devil. We, we say we're of Jesus and we love God, but yet we have the characteristics of the devil. Uh, what was one of them in there, uh, throwing a fit? What, what was that one? Fits of rage. Fits of rage. Selfish ambitions. Now, now yes, now this, fits of rage. Why? What? Oh, 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 okay. I'm say what I do. So, yeah, fit of rage or, or, you know, people losing their cool and blowing their cool and throwing stuff and this kind of stuff. Okay, now is that a characteristic of God? No. No, what that is, is that's the flesh out of control. Yeah. So, uh, here's how it is. We say we're Christians, but we have the characteristics of the devil. We act like him. What were some of the other ones? Uh, envy, drunkenness. Yeah. Uh, impurity and debauchery, idolatry. I can't say I idolatry like the, yeah adultery. Yeah, yeah. And witchcraft. And witchcraft. Yeah. So, this is how. This a lot of times, Sandy, is how the church acts. The characteristics of the church. I could not tell you how many pastors that I've heard that have affairs with the piano player. I can't have an affair with myself. I play the piano here. But you don't know how many stories that I've heard where the preacher runs off with the choir director. We don't have a choir director. You, you see what I'm saying? And, and it's like all this kind of stuff that goes on, and we don't see the power we don't see the power of God that goes on in the church today. The church is just weak. I mean, just so weak. But we don't have to be. Now, what's some of the fruits? Of, okay, that's, that's the flesh. And we have to get the flesh under submission. The flesh cannot have its way. We have to kill the flesh. So what's the other things that talks about uh, the fruit of the Spirit? 
in verse 22 it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. That's the first one. Isn't that what I just talked about? Didn't mean to interrupt you. Yes. But isn't that what I just talked about? That that's, we have to love. The disciples are known by their love. So if, we are, if we're disciples of Christ, which I believe we are, then the first thing is love. And man, is that the hardest thing in the world to do is to love people that are stabbing you in the back. But that's just the way it is. Okay. You got another scripture? Yeah. Go, go ahead. Uh, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy, which is against what Scrooge just read. Yeah. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered, which is what we just read. Right. It keeps no record of wrong. That's Love good. does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Most of all, love never fails. Love never fails. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, give Jesus a hand on that one. That's awesome. And, and that's who we're supposed to be. Yeah. That's good. So, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Self-control from the fits, mm -hmm. from the anger, yep. from the addiction, from the struggle, self-control. Wow. So good. What else you get out of this? Let me out of this? Yeah. What, what else? Did, I mean... If I, was, if I went down there and sat down, what else would you say? That everything you read in this is a truth. And if you're supposed to just love your neighbor and have the fruit of the Spirit and love is all those things I just said, then you would be like Jesus. That's the characteristics of God. And, and what does the word Christian mean? It means to be Christ-like. Not throwing fits and doing this kind of stuff. And yeah, we all have that. We all have those moments, you know. But... You know, be godly. Be godly in your business. Be godly in, in what you do in, in your life and in your church and in your family. You know, it's, it's just so important. Anything else? It's good, isn't it? Thank you. I'm serious. It's like a six font. <laughs> Is it really? God bless you. I love you. Thank you so much. See how it all ties in? It all ties in to the power of his name. The power and authority that we have. We have the power. Walk in it. Walk in it. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name, I pray power and the anointing over the people that are here today and the people that are watching online and the people that will be watching. You don't have to put up with what the devil is doing to you. You don't have to put up with it. You don't have to put up with it. Walk in health in Jesus' name. You don't have to put up with it. You are the head and not the tail. You are the lender and not the borrower. You're the gold medalist, not the silver or the bronze. There's no place in the Bible that says you have to come in second place. Nowhere. 
Walk in victory. Walk in victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Walk in victory. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, God. I thank you, Jesus. Just play some of that piano music real quick. It's good. Appreciate you, Andy, and how you do what you do. Jesus, I pray. Father God, over your people today. Uh, and remember Barb and Karen tonight. Uh, hospice has been called in for Charles. A dear saint. Father, we just pray for Charles. Father, we just pray in Jesus' name. Father God, to restore his body or give him a new body. Hallelujah. We just pray, Father God, for you to have your way. That situation, Jesus. I lift up burdens all over the world. Father God, and I pray for peace in people's life. Where maybe a husband has walked out on you. Jesus has not left you. He may have left you, but Jesus has never left you. If you're struggling today with a sickness, I pray healing over your body. I pray that right now, even if you're watching this 12 hours later, that you feel a warmth that comes over your body and that you're healed in the name of Jesus. There's no distance with the kingdom of God. You could be praying for somebody in California and they feel the presence of God. Church, you have the power. You have the authority to set the captives free. Set your family members free. But do it in the name of Jesus. But here's the thing. You have the authority for you to be free. We rebuke depression in Jesus' name. Depression has no authority in anybody. Because we have the authority through the blood of Jesus to walk in total healing. And I thank you, God. I thank you, God, for protecting your people. Psalm 91, I pray Psalm 91 over us. This demonic attack of the coronavirus, we curse it in the name of Jesus. We praise you, God, for blessings, for miracles. We call people from the north, the south, the east, and the west to this church, to the Winfield campus. Father, we pray for a, a facility for the Winfield campus. God, we pray that you bring it forth, paid for in Jesus' name. We pray for this building to be paid for in the name of Jesus. Every time I say that, there's joy just rises up in me. I'm telling you, just joy rises up in me. I thank you, Jesus, that Christy's brand new car paid for on the parking lot, when we walk off the parking lot with it, it's paid for. I, 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 I'm not stepping off of it. Give and it shall be given. You have a need, sow a seed. I thank you, Jesus. 
I pray for endurance that we walk this walk that we talk this talk with endurance that we run this race that we press towards the mark and that we walk in the characteristics of Jesus and we thank you for the revelation tonight in Jesus name need a place to show up on Sunday morning you don't have anything to do I encourage you to come and join us 10 o'clock connect groups start at 10 o'clock and we have them for all ages and then Sunday morning 11.15 the Pulse Experience begins and we are excited to have you watching and to have you a part of the Pulse we have people whether you know this or not that's really exciting that are part of our internet church that give they're givers to our from our internet church yeah there's people that there's people that that don't miss and and they're tithers it's bigger than this building the ministry is bigger than this this building I think we're going to run out of time but that's okay I'm ready to get out of here I'm ready to get out of here you say oh don't you want to stay a little while longer and and see what happens and see if West Virginia wins a few games this year I'm telling you and I mean this with all my heart I'm ready to get out of here. Kathy blew her shafar a couple of weeks ago and chills come up and down my spine. I thought it was Gabriel blowing the trumpet. I'm telling you, I thought, hallelujah. I'll preach till my dying day. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for Jesus to step out on the clouds, the eastern sky, and call his children home. And I'm ready to put on my napkin and sit down and eat at the marriage supper of the Lamb. think I'm lying I'm telling you the truth I enjoy life buddy I tell you my name is written in heaven and when he calls I'm out of here hallelujah I'm not talking about from the I'm talking about from the world I'm talking about from the world get to be reunited with people that have gone on before we're going to sing a song that the angels cannot sing I am redeemed they don't even know it they don't even know that song and we're going to stand around all the saints of God are going to stand around we're going to find our loved ones put our arms around them 
and sing a song that is entitled, I Am, I am Redeemed. And worship Jesus forever. Worship God forever. No more pain, no more sickness, no more heartache. But I can tell you that there's probably one thing that's even more exciting than that. Is I'm going to get me a big old buttered popcorn. One of them big old sprites. And I'm going to be a spectator in one of the greatest murders that I can't wait to see. You're talking about a murder. I'm talking about a killing that's going to take place. And there's going to be a man. There's going to be a, uh, uh, there's going to be a man called Jesus. It's going to cast the devil and the false prophet in the lake of fire. And you know what? He deserves it. And we get to see it. And you can come over to me and I'll share my popcorn with you. Because I'm going to be a spectator. And there is going to be the biggest applause that will storm heaven when he is cast into the lake of fire. Tormented forever. You say, well, that's not much of a murder if he's going to be tormented. Well, I like using that word. It had feeling to it. He's a failure. You're successful. Look in the mirror every morning and say, I'm successful for the kingdom of God. Look in the mirror and say, I am the gold. I am the precious gold. I am not the silver and I am not the bronze, but I am the gold. Hallelujah. I pray you have a great evening, have a safe trip home. You don't know what it means to me that you're here tonight. But you don't know what it's like for Jesus that you've come out to worship him tonight. We've got a lot of young preachers in this church, and we're going to start using the, the, the preachers on, on Wednesday night and getting, getting them some rehearsal and getting them some practice and getting them comfortable in the pulpit. So we're going to start using some of them. I said we'll start using all of them. <laughs> I don't have the itch to preach, you know. I'm good. I can sit and listen. I can sit and listen. Sometimes it's good to do that. But we're, we've got a lot of talent in this church. A lot of people dreaming big. Dream big. Dream big. Don't let the devil... wake you up from your dreams I'd preach I'll let the devil wake you up from your dreams God's faithful have a great night everybody thank you for being here see you on Sunday see you in the morning on
Pulse WV live in the morning at 8 o'clock. God bless you all. Thanks for being here. our generation we are your people crying out in desperation Lord hear our cry come heal our land breathe life into 